welcome to the Science Podcast with uh, me, Mr. Short, and Mr. Atkinson. Good morning, folks. And today we're looking at the science, or as much as we can science we can link to the Winter Olympics, uh, which starts this Friday, Friday the fifth of February. So the Winter Olympics um, in Beijing. Beijing. Yeah. And we've got mainly snow sports, skiing sports. And then we've got more on the ice, uh, ice skating, curling, bobsleigh, that kind of thing. So we're trying to link the, the sports to any science concepts we can, which I guess mainly will be friction yep. and lack of it. Lack of it or in very controlled circumstances you can manipulate the friction, Yeah. which you need to be able to do. In fact, there's a really good video, uh, a guy online, Smarter Every Day, he's a former NASA guy, and uh, he actually talks about that in the sense of curling. He says, oh, you know, the, the best team always wins, right? Well, not really. In winter sports especially, when you've got objects that are, you know, used, for example, a hockey puck or curling stones, it's usually the team that manipulates these objects the best. They're the ones that win. It's not necessarily the biggest or the strongest or the ah. fastest. It's your about, about your ability to manipulate these objects. And there's no greater example than hockey as far as I'm Concern. I am admittedly biased. <laughs> I think but I was going to say curly, but let's start with hockey then. <laughs> let's just start from the very best. You know, something our most exciting chap. <laughs> so, uh, having been in Canada, you, is that where you started uh, your interest in hockey? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is lived and breathed and talked about, and it's everything. <laughs> it is the backbone of. And can, you can skate. I can. I couldn't right. before I went there. To right. Be fair, but. Uh, uh, that was the one thing that, while I was there, that was the one thing I said to myself, this is what I want to do, this is the skill that I want to take away. And, and you've still got all your teeth, so you haven't knocked Still got all my teeth, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not the greatest hockey player. The best, <laughs> the best ones are a bit... A bit yeah. So, alright, hockey. So hockey's played on an ice rink yes. uh, with a, a vulcanised rubber puck. Yeah, in fact, I've actually got one here. So it's rubber that's been vulcanised, which means it's hardened by crosslinks. I think it's sulphur they use to vulcanise it. Uh, they use a combination of lots of different materials. They are very, very hard. They're not very, they're not very heavy as no. such. They've only got a mass of a couple of hundred grams. Right. But they are very, very and hard. And they freeze it before you, they play to stop, to reduce the friction. They do actually, yeah. So there's a, it's almost like a cooler box where, uh, just because obviously there's so many that are used and things like that. So the referees and the, the linesmen, they all have a, a little box full of them so if one of them you know gets hit into the crowd or they chuck one away or whatever there's another one just ready to go and it's automatically at the same temperature as the previous but uh, yeah they do treat it with lots of different materials to increase the sort of hardness of it all right so we've got the rubber puck um, and the idea is to get the puck into the goal yep uh, with and they've got sticks and pads, so we've got basically a lot of plastics on them for protection and foam and insulation to prevent to reduce the impact or the the force of the impact. Yeah, you wear armor underneath the underneath the clothing, which yeah. is why they look so bulky. Um, but the, I mean, you mentioned the sticks there and plastics. The modern mm. sticks are not actually made of plastic. Uh, they're still they made are, of wood. No, they're no. Now made of carbon fiber. All right. They're made of carbon fiber. Some of them are composites. But uh, yeah, they're deliberately designed to flex in a certain way. There's some good physics links here because, uh, if you, for example, if you take an object, raise it up to a height, you give it potential energy, you swing it down, it gains kinetic energy. But just by that method alone, you couldn't hit a puck 
anywhere near the speeds that these guys can hit. So what they do instead is they, they don't actually aim for the puck, they aim for the ice about a foot or so before it. And by hitting the ice before it, they bend the stick and it flexes on the ice, storing then essentially extra stored energy. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit, I don't know if it's the same concept, but the Aborigines in Australia, instead of throwing their spears just with their hand, they had an extension. So they kind of had a slingshot, yeah. which was attached to the end of the spear, and that gave them extra momentum. Like a trebuchet. Yeah, so I wonder if that's a similar concept, and you get an extra speed of the puck by bending yeah. the stick and... Just, just an extra lever. Extra acceleration, basically. a lever, yeah. 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 Uh, and, even, and that's the easy bit of, of the shot. Because the hard bit for me is it's timing. So, for example, if you're if someone passes to you, obviously the puck's moving, you're moving, and you've got to time this absolutely perfectly. But also, you've got to be able to stop. Yeah. So, for example, if you, I remember the first time I ever took a shot, and I fell <laughs> because I had I had learned to skate, I had learned to stop. Stopping took me three weeks. Yeah. Uh, to do it properly without using the side and flying yourself into the side of the ice well do you know the the rink I learned on because it's so cold for so long they just freeze they just spray water over the the grass press it down spray water over the grass and then you've got a a, a rink for months on end because all the water just freezes it's like consistent but it can't be flat or is it do they have a side it's kind of um... you just kind of pile some of the snow up to the sides but as long as you spray it enough Okay. It naturally becomes, so it becomes yeah. flat. So yeah. you've got enough, you've got a few centimetres, no, a few uh, tens of centimetres, must be. Centimetres, inches. Inches. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Mm. But yeah, so the first rink I learned on, it didn't have any boards, so you had no options. <laughs> you just got flying into the snow at the That's side. it, that's <laughs> it. So, uh, aye, so when, you, when you're taking a shot, you, have, you obviously have to be able to stop because you need to transfer all the energy from you into the shot, and if you don't, You'll, just, you'll be off balance and you'll fall and your shot will have no power. Yeah, so what you're saying is, is NHL um, hockey players are advanced physicists. They are, gen- the they are physics geniuses. Force experts. They do it without thinking. Yeah. They just, okay. It's just natural to right. well, they start just, from very young. Convenient to stop there. We're joined by Mr. Cartman now. So Mr. Cartman's joined in, so another voice on the, on the podcast. So we're still on, um, on hockey. What's next? <laughs> I think that's the extent of my knowledge of well, hockey. Before, before we move on, just uh, swiftly for hockey, when we're talking about learning how to hit a shot, there's something to be said that's just for human potential. We have the ability to predict where things are. Yep. We cannot see where something is uh, because of the way that light interacts with the world. So when you see an object, you aren't seeing where the object is in time. There is a delay yep. between where that object is and where you are just now and the messenger receptors in your brain. So all professional athletes who play hockey have to predict where the puck is going to be because they can actually see it arrive. So they are making predictions about where the puck is going to be and then reacting to the prediction based on where they're seeing the puck coming from because they never see where the puck is. Their body's already had to move and react. And it's that precision, especially in high-end athletes, that is very, very impressive. You can see it across all sports, the ability to predict and move on with other things. That's, that's quite interesting because I did see something about tennis because when the ball's coming down from a tennis from a serve it's going too fast to see and it's just instinctive reaction yeah, and cricket it, as well it's, the too, it's too fast to perceive yeah. so any, any kind of ball sport that requires you to react to someone else footballers yeah. to the same extent yeah. the ability of seeing where the shot is moving and beginning to move based on what you can see mm. and hockey players based on what you can see uh, unfortunately our ability to react to how light is moving is too small mm. so the only way for us to compensate is to predict 
and it's that production which make, can make us better athletes, which is you know very impressive. Practice, which makes me think, do they have like special visors for the light? So, some of them they have like kind of anti glare. Yeah. Um, there's a, a really talented artist based in Fife, I believe, Rebecca Thompson Art, and uh, she exclusively does hockey pictures. And one of our most famous ones was actually shared on the NHL Instagram really? page. Because it was a picture of Sidney Crosby, and he's got the visor. He's basically he's middle of a game. He's taking a face off, and you can see she's actually drawn the reflection of the game on his visor. Uh, it's really really cool. But because uh, that's another thing, there's quite a big hockey um, league in Scotland, isn't there? Hockey is the biggest and most popular indoor sport in the UK. Really? Yep. That surprised me. And I, I, but, I, I don't know, but I don't know anything about the. Miss Campbell used to go, didn't she? she? She used to go to the hockey quite a lot. I think she had five flyers, maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Because yeah. there'd be an Edinburgh team and a Glasgow team, I guess. And there, I don't know if there's an Edinburgh team anymore. Right. There is a Glasgow team, the Glasgow clan. Uh, they used to, they formerly were known as the Brayhead clan. Right, and is that uh, a UK league? Yeah, so it's the EIHL. The e, oh, was it? Is it the EIHL? Oh. Yeah, it is though. It's an, an indoor something indoor hockey league. Okay. I need to Google that now. Okay. Elite, elite indoor elite. hockey league. That's it. Yeah, okay. So we've got the the puck and the clothes uh, for the protection and the visor and the helmet and the sticks made of carbon fibre. No, what about the skates? Well, the most important part. The skates are, are quite interesting. I was, I was reading about that because what, what do you know about the skates? So. A lot of people don't realise this on first inspection, and this is impossible to show, obviously, in an audible podcast. <laughs> yes. A lot of people think that the cross-section of a ski, uh, sorry, of a, a, a skate is a V-shape. Yeah, like a knife. Yeah, that's, what I, that's yeah. what I thought, yeah. Uh, it's actually not. It's, right. it's almost like an upside-down U-shape. Yes. And there's a hollow in the middle. Uh-huh. So if you imagine, if you follow that hollow, that will trace out the path of a circle. Yeah. Right? So whenever they sharpen the skates... They do it on a curved surface right? because what they're doing is they're manipulating the radius of that circle. So why do we have that kind of uh, concave bit underneath the skate? That's, is two edges? The, yep. So you have an inside edge and an outside right. edge and it's the manipulation of both of those that allow you to turn, allow you to stop. But um, you could have it flat at the bottom and still have two edges. You, In theory, yes, you can. And a long track speed skates are flat at the bottom right. so when they are sharp they're perfectly flat right. so there's no there's no hollow on hockey um, speed skates yeah. which is why they fall down more because when you think about it they've got to make sure <coughs> they've got one edge or the other edge yeah. on it they've just got to make sure that when right. they plant their foot on the ice their foot is perfectly level with the ice ok which leads to the question why is there a difference between the two why don't speed skaters have the hollowed out Essentially, it's because of the way they move. Hockey players need to move forwards, backwards, side to yeah. side, and very, very quickly change direction. If I can very quickly go back to the, the hollow idea, yeah. the, the, the radius of the hollow, what we call the ROH, the radius of hollow, depends usually on the person's mass. So the heavier you are, the greater the mass you have, the more downwards force you can generate, and therefore the greater you can sh- stick the blades into the ice, giving you more grip. So for folks that are slightly heavier, they tend to go for a slightly flatter right. curve, like myself. So the, the general, the, the sort of bog standard is a half-inch hollow, but I go for one-eighth more than that. I go for a five-eighth hollow. So it's actually variation in the bottom of the skates. Yeah, depending on your weight. and it, var- it varies <laughs> by eighths of an inch at a time. 
and I can tell the difference between because I there was one day when I went into the shop and it was quite busy in there and she was a bit flustered she normally writes down and sticks it inside the skate what hollow yeah. you want and she didn't this time and I said five eights and I could tell she just wasn't really taking it all this in this is your own personal skate shopper at this point this is <laughs> this is the one I go to they're really good uh, but uh, I because I remember the first time I went back out on the ice brand new like freshly sharpened tried to uh, stop and I nearly fell over because it was a sharper hollow I was digging into the ice more than I used to or more than I was used to and I nearly fell over and I could tell right there that was because the, the skates were too sharp Okay, right. We will have another one on this at some point, but is there anything else we should be mentioning about hockey then? Not really. Not really. We've covered the, I mean, there's always more to talk about, yeah. but if we want to give other sports equal time, then. Okay, right. We'll come back. We'll, obviously, the Olympics starts on Friday. Uh, we can look at other sports next week and see what we do. Sure. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you.